In short, I think you'll probably have some apps that are always outsourced, some that are always in-house, and then, you know, along the way, you'll decide that maybe some should move back and forth. This is Catherine Girardot with PodTech.net, bringing you a Success Magazine podcast with Success Magazine's web editor, Andrea Mondello. Today we'll be talking about the benefits and pitfalls of the most popular hosted applications from the perspective of the small business owner. This podcast was sponsored by HP. The computer is personal again. For more, go to hp.com slash go slash grow. Andrea Mondello is the web editor of Success Magazine. She has 10 years of experience working with web-based applications. To start off, let's define what are hosted applications. Okay. Well, simply put, they're applications that are hosted and maintained by a service provider, and they're usually accessed through a web-based interface. And what are the advantages to small businesses, particularly, of using hosted applications? The big benefit that's always mentioned when this question comes up uh, in enterprise circles is fixed costs because you know exactly how much the use of the application will cost you over time. You know, you don't have to worry about having to add new servers, paying consultants to fix code, the network goes down, um, dealing with patches and upgrades. So, of course, fixed costs are important for SMBs, too. But there are two other huge benefits to hosted apps, I think, Catherine, that are not as discussed, but they have a huge impact on whether or not an ASP model, an application service provider model, is right for a small to medium-sized business. The first one is scalability. I mean, the point here is you want to grow your business and you want to grow it fast. But you only want to grow it as fast as you can manage it. And most of these hosted applications give you the freedom to start small and scale up quickly as you need it. They also, some of them, give you the ability to scale back if you need to. For instance, by lowering the number of seats or users that you pay for monthly or yearly. And that's a good thing to be able to roll back uh, because if you had gone out and bought servers and paid for licensing and then you wanted to scale back, well, guess what? You're stuck. So scalability is certainly key for SMBs. But the biggest benefit I see for small business owners especially is this. These hosted apps keep you from focusing on the technology and the details and getting all hung up in that, and they keep you focused on building your business. I do have an example here uh, of this benefit in particular. Uh, I have a business associate, very technical person, very brilliant, knows lots about servers, and his business is not the hosting business, and he wanted to have a website, and he decided since he knew about servers, he was going to buy a server and put it in his house and host his website, all good. So he spends, you know, whatever time it took to get that all set up. He took that away from his main business, obviously. Um, and so a couple months in, he went to upload some files to his server and got the message saying, your server's full. You have no more disk space. Well, come to find out that somebody had hacked into his server, had uploaded all these MP3 files, and was running this music file sharing site off his server. <laughs> so, I mean, that was a rude awakening, you know, to him. Thank goodness it was nothing worse than that, and he had no, you know, sensitive data on the server or anything like that. But now, you know, of course, he had to spend whatever time it took to fix that mess. And uh, so the point is, a small business owner doesn't have time to work anywhere but in their core competency. And hosted apps help you do that. Are there any disadvantages to a small business of using a hosted application? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think there definitely are. I mean, I think the biggest is lack of control. 
it's kind of the opposite of what I just said, I realize, but, you know, you are giving up control of the application and the data to somebody else. So you better be darn sure that you're 200% comfortable with the provider you're using, and you also need to be sure that you understand the service level agreement, or SLA, that they provide. You know, I think another big disadvantage comes with over-reliance on the hosted apps, not on the apps themselves, but relying on too many of them. Because if you do too much of that, you have no infrastructure of your own, you know, and as you grow, that could be an issue. The whole point is eventually you will get big, and, and so you'll need an infrastructure. And the question here is timing. When do you jump in and make the infrastructure investment? I think the biggest disadvantage for most companies, though, of, of using hosted apps is the reliance on having the fast and always available Internet connection. Think about it. You might have negotiated a fantastic service-level agreement, but guess what? If you don't have that same kind of service level agreement from your Internet service provider, you're in hot water because if you haven't got an Internet connection, you're out of business as far as these hosted apps go. So you need to have a backup plan, you know, what you'll do in case your Internet connection goes down. What types of applications do small businesses most often outsource? Well, I think the most popular is web hosting for the obvious reason, for the reason I just mentioned uh, before. Um, depending on what you need, you know, you can really get great web hosting for as little as five a month. You can go all the way up to thousands a month, you know, for dedicated servers. Uh, and there are companies out there like One in One, Homestead, GoDaddy. They make setting up your business site really painless, and of course, they're handling all these details. I would say web hosting as an application service provider model is probably right for. 85% or more of SMBs. I think that's a no-brainer. I think the second application that most businesses will um, often outsource is email. That's another top-hosted application. Usually goes hand-in-hand -hand with the web hosting. Uh, when you get a hosting account, that provider also gives you these emails. Uh, but it doesn't have to. You can get them separately. These accounts are called POP3 email accounts. They're hosted by this provider. And you can log into them on the Internet to read and send email very much like you would maybe if you have a Gmail account. But the advantage over using something like a Gmail would be the professional format. The next step up as your business grows would probably be hosted exchange server. Now that would allow you to have file and calendar sharing, contact management, uh, assign tasks, have distribution lists. It would work very seamlessly with your Outlook. So for around 125 a month, you can get exchange hosting for 10 to 25 users. Uh, you can get that from a company called Intermedia.net. That's one of the top hosted exchange providers for small business. And there are plenty of others out there. And I think that's a pretty good deal, I mean, to keep your folks connected. Just the file sharing alone can go a very long way towards fostering collaboration, especially among you know, your remote workers. Speaking of collaboration, uh, that's the next hosted app category. That's really seeing a huge surge in popularity. Uh, collaboration suites like a SharePoint or a WebEx office, these can be used as intranets, which means it's just connecting your internal people, or extranets, which would allow outside users like a supplier or a customer to have access. And in general, uh, these apps allow for things like document sharing, workflow management, which means... Um, a document could be in different states, like it's being reviewed, it's being edited and finally approved, that sort of thing. More advanced calendaring, issue management. These apps can start as low as 15 a month per user. SharePointHosting.com, SharePointSite.com, WebEx.com. These are all good places to start. And, and also, uh, you can try a free beta right now as of this uh, recording. 
uh, of Microsoft Office Live collaboration, which is kind of like SharePoint Lite. You know, it's, it's not quite as uh, full-featured as SharePoint, and you can go to office.microsoft.com, look for collaboration, and, and you can find it there. And I do have a, an example of a small business that used SharePoint, actually. Yeah, let's uh, hear about it. I worked with a company a while back that is involved with the personalization of shirts for sports teams. They wanted to have more transparency between the various points along their supply chain. Their supply chain was kind of complicated. And they wanted everyone to be able to see where there might be problems or bottlenecks or, or where the efficiencies were. So what they did was they got a hosted SharePoint site. They created customized permissions for the various people involved. So what happened was their internal folks could enter new problem tickets. They could enter orders, uh, upload documents, while the supply chain guys had special pages that only showed important order and issue ticket data that applied just to them. And, and really, it, ma- it did make the whole process more transparent. And the last I heard, it had really helped you know, create some more efficiencies in that supply chain. And, and so there was a nice benefit there. Another type of hosted app would be in the business application category. And the most famous of that would be CRM, or Customer Relationship Management. And the biggie there, of course, is Salesforce.com. It allows your Salesforce to uh, track their contacts, their appointments, um, the results, the opportunities. So what happens is you have an overall view as the business owner of what your sales force is doing. And you can kind of summarize that. You can report on the data. You can pull together some reports. So it's kind of your bird's eye view as a business owner of what's happening out in your sales force, which is really important today because, you know, so many salespeople are remote or, you know, always on the go. So it's really, this is kind of a really essential function for many businesses. So in what situation would you want a Salesforce.com? Salesforce has two additions that could be right for, for an SMB. It depends on how many people you have out in the field and what it is you need to do. Their first level is team edition, and that is kind of two-tiered. It has a five-seat package and a ten-seat package. If you didn't have five people in your sales force, you probably wouldn't want to bother. You know what I mean? You, you could probably use one of these other collaboration tools and kind of customize it to be a mini um, CRM. But once you get to the five to ten seat level, I think you're, you really should start looking at something like Salesforce. Another business app you should consider doing as a hosted app is project management. You could use SharePoint or Microsoft Office Live Premium. That'll give you basic project management features you need without having to deal with all the bells and whistles you don't have a clue on. Now, what about client applications? I think this gets us into the question of how do you decide which apps to outsource and which to keep in-house. And I haven't talked about like something like a Google Apps. You know, that is the one that is a document and spreadsheet that, you know, you can do documents or do spreadsheets. So instead of having to have Word or Excel actually uh, as a program on your computer, you can use this. But here's the story. Uh, I think you honestly have to say, what do I absolutely need the ability to do if I can't connect to the Internet? And you know what? Word processing and working with spreadsheets, I think, are just way too mission critical to most businesses to have to rely on, on an Internet connection. So I honestly don't see those as good options for hosted apps. I think after that, as far as deciding what apps to outsource and which to keep in-house, I think it really depends on your rate of growth and your intentions. I mean, if you're growing fast, you plan on growing staff at a nice clip, I think investing in an exchange server and bringing email in-house is probably a really good first step. 
And I think a good intermediate step is you go a level up from a completely hosted app, and what you do is you bring the server and software in-house, but you contract with an outside company to manage it. So that's kind of like a middle, uh, a middle ground. It's a nice intermediate step, but you can start to build some infrastructure without the overhead of, of bringing on an IT person. I think with collaboration and document management, the biggest problem that I see is that businesses don't already have defined processes in workflow. And so if your processes are still evolving, like most small businesses, I think you definitely want to do a hosted app there. You don't want to invest in that because you can change configurations, you know, and users and permissions, see what works for you. And then once you feel like you have, you know, some solid business process in place, that's the time to think about bringing that in-house. You have to keep in mind when you build your infrastructure that you have to make it as flexible as possible so you're not committed too far one way or the other. That was Andrea Mondello, Success Magazine's web editor, talking about the benefits and pitfalls of hosted applications from the perspective of the small business owner. I'm Catherine Giraudot, and this is podtech.net. This podcast was sponsored by HP. The computer is personal again. For more, go to hp.com slash go slash grow.